The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTUV, WXYZ people, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us uh, this Rotten to the Core Wednesday morning. And if you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and sonsoflibertymedia.com. In fact, if you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, there are you guys listening by Red State Talk Radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Scroll down right there on the right, and we'll be going live right now on the website. You can also catch out catch that live video feed on my Twitter account at FPPTim. My Periscope account is Setting Brush Fires. Facebook is Bradley Dean SOL. Our YouTube channel is B. Dean Sons of Liberty. Before it's news.com, we're right there on the front page when you head over there, and then also dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. And finally, Spreely Gab, MeWe, Minds, and USA.life. Catch us at Sons of Liberty and Sons of Liberty Media. And if you'd like to call in today, you got a comment, a question, something you want to chime in on that's about the topic we're going to talk about, the number is 215-867-8255, Top Talk. And speaking of that, you know, we, we've talked quite a bit of about Sharia law, uh, the push by the Islamists in this country. Not, not all Muslims. I, it's, I don't think that's the case at all. Many of them have been westernized. They are like many Christians. They, per, they come from a Muslim home. Most of them couldn't quote the Quran to you except maybe a couple of verses, if they can even do that. And uh, they just like to be left alone and do their thing and, you know, their, their own conscience and all this other But there's also another movement from the other side, and this one comes from the very descendants of the people that Jesus addressed who said they were Jews, but they were not, okay? And before I get into this, I want to make clear, um, I hate even using the term anti-Semitic because you have to be a Semitic people, and most people who call themselves Jews today are really European. They're They're not Semitic in any fashion. There's a small number that are. Uh, but what we're addressing is really an ideology, um, because what's what's going on here is really these are the descendants with the same ideology that the Pharisees had, passed on through oral tradition, which became their Talmud, and boy, some of the stuff that's there that's been taught down through the history of some of these guys rivals and surpasses, in some cases, that which Muhammad taught. 
And so <clears throat> I want to make sure that we're distinguishing here because I have Jewish friends who don't believe some of this stuff. Okay. They just, they don't believe it and they would never want to enforce it. So I want to make sure that we're distinguishing who we're talking about this morning when I bring this <clears throat> to the forefront. There is a shift in the United States from our Constitution towards Noahide laws. Okay? Now, if you're unfamiliar with what <clears throat> excuse me, Noahide laws are, let me take you to Chabad.org. Now, Chabad is what the president's son-in-law is engaged in. It's what his daughter, Ivanka, is engaged in. This is an occultic type of Judaism, okay, that they hold to. And you've got to understand how serious this is if you're a Christian. Oh, well, Tim, Israel, we've got to love Israel. We don't bless Israel. You have no idea of the context of what you're talking about. Okay, I'm just going to let you know that. And I'm going to point out what these Noahide laws are, okay? So let me give them to you real quickly because I'm going to have to do this so I can bring Lynn on. And if we have to stay over, we'll do over that a little bit. But there's some things I want to do to set this up because of how it's coming in to America, okay? All right. So this comes from Havah.org, the seven Noahide laws, quote-unquote, universal morality. Universal for some, not for others. The first one, do not profane God's oneness in any way. Acknowledge there is a single God who cares about what we're doing and desires that we take care of his world. Okay, but for the Christian, that God is who? The Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came, who left the Father. Uh, you know, the God that the Bible shows us is one God in three persons. He reveals himself in three persons. That is not the modalism thing where he takes on the mask of the Father, takes it off, puts it on as the Father. He's three distinct persons and one God. Three people who are the one God, or three persons who are the one God. Okay? Now, do we believe he desires and takes care of the world? Yeah. But who's the single God they're talking about? Well, in the Chabad, it really comes down to none other than Satan himself, which is what Jesus said in John 8.44 when he addressed those who were descendants of Israel. He says, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. So these people are liars their father is the devil. This is, what they're, this is what they're pushing. Do not curse your creator. No matter how angry you may be, do not take it out verbally against your creator. Well, I can agree with that. Don't do that. The Bible says don't take God's name in vain. He won't hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Okay? And so there, there's no problem with that. But also that you carry God's name and then you act in a way unbecoming of the God you claim to represent, which is what Jesus called these Pharisees out for anyway. Over there, they said, oh, you know, we've donated our money to, to, to God uh, while they had parents that they were to honor. You know, we get the term honorarium from that. They were to take care of that. And Jesus says, you have neglected the commandments of God for the sake of your tradition. All right. So we need to understand what they're doing here. Do not murder. The value of human life cannot be measured. To destroy a single human life is to destroy the entire world. Does that sound familiar to you? Yep. That came from Jews. Um and uh, these Pharisee Jews, all right, uh, this comes from them, and it's also reiterated. You probably hear the Muslims talk about, we don't destroy a single life. We, 
destroy the entire world or save a life. That This came from right here. Okay, They're in alignment with this. Do not eat a limb of a living animal. Respect the life of God's creatures. Now, Paul warned against people who would say, don't eat meat. He warned against those kind of people. Okay? In the New Testament, he said there'd be those who would tell you not to eat meat. Do not steal. Okay, well, we get that. I, I agree. We shouldn't steal. Uh, by the way, let me point you to this one. That first one that we call out, do not profane God's oneness in any way. If you were a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, this would require the death penalty of you. Just so you know, if you're supporting this mess, because you have a wrong understanding of what Israel is and, and what a true Jew is, okay? Just letting you know. Harness and channel the human libido. <laughs> now, this one is actually quite ironic and hypocritical uh, from, from the occultic Jews. Incest, adultery, rape, and homosexual relations are forbidden. Well, yeah, the Bible condemns that. There's no question about that. The family unit is the foundation of human society. Sexuality is the fountain of life. And so nothing is more holy than the sexual act. So too, when abused, nothing can be more dis debasing and destructive to the human being. Again, I would recommend you read um, the excellent book called Judaism's Strange Gods and see what they think about uh, things like this, about actual sexuality and stuff. I mean, they allow priests to have, to sodomize you know, little children, three years old and under. And as long as it's sodomy, it, they still remain virgins uh, to them. And it's okay because it's sodomy. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. Then seven, establish courts of law and ensure justice in our world. Well, we have courts of law. The problem is the insurance of justice, and it's because of corrupt men. You certainly don't want these cats in, in, uh, in, in charge either. With every small act of justice, we're restoring harmony in our world, synchronizing it with a, super, with a supernal order. That is why we must keep the laws established by our government for the country's stability and harmony. Well, Noahide laws, okay, were not established here in the United States. They just weren't. When our laws were established, they were straight out of the Bible. They were not out of the Talmud. They were out of the Old Testament. And they were reiterated in the New Testament by the words of Jesus Christ himself. Now, let me hit this real quick, and then I'm going to bring uh, Lynn in to talk about this. I want to tell you something. These people are Antichrist who are pushing this. They're just as much as Antichrist as the Muslims, the Islamists, the ones who actually believe the Quran. Again, I'm distinguishing between... The occultic Jews here pushing this stuff, okay, and others. I'm distinguishing between those. So don't think I'm broad brushing anything here. I'm simply pointing out to you, I read it off their own site, okay? First John 2.22 tells me and tells you, Who is a liar but he that denies that Jesus is the Christ? Well, these guys deny that. He is Antichrist who denies the Father and the Son. These guys are antichrists, okay? They're not Jews. They're antichrists. I'm going to show you that in just a moment, too. 1 John 2.18, little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard, this is first century here, that the antichrist is coming. Even now, many antichrists have come, by which we know is the last hour. You couldn't have an antichrist until Christ came. And I think particularly he has in mind those Jews who wanted to kill Jesus and his disciples. I think that's what John is getting at. Then we go to 1 John 4, 3. 
And he reiterates it again. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. Therefore, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now it is in the world. This is first century, folks. This is not in our future. This is first century. And then finally, John writes in 2 John 1, 7, he writes, For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. And you know that John began his gospel with, the word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and he came and he dwelt among us. Okay? And that word was Jesus Christ. That's who he's communicating. And he says, if you don't confess that God came in the flesh, that's Jesus Christ came in the flesh, you're a deceiver and you're an antichrist. Now, what's interesting about this is Paul writes in the book of Romans, in chapter 9, verse 6, he says, um, it's not as though the word of God hath taken no effect, for they are not all Israel which are of Israel. In other words, just because somebody says they're a Jew doesn't make them a Jew. And even if they come from the line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, doesn't make them a Jew either. I'm going I'm to show you that. Well, I just said that a minute ago. Jesus addressed that in John. He told people who were from that physical line, you're of your father, the devil. He also states in Romans chapter 2, he says, For circumcision verily profiteth if thou keep the law, but if thou be a law, a breaker of the law, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. And Jesus pointed this out with the Pharisees all day long, every chance he had. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the law, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision, and shall not, shall not uncircumcision, which is by nature, if it fulfill the law, judge thee, who by the letter and circumcision doth transgress the law. For he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward of the flesh. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly. He's not talking about your race, which the Bible knows nothing of that. There's one race. All men are created of one blood. But he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. And just to solidify that let me put it let me let me let me give you this passage out of revelation this was to the church at smyrna this is jesus's own words christians okay for those of you who want to shout anti-semitic or whatever you want to shout this is jesus's own words and i want you to pay very close attention this is a church smyrna that was under extreme persecution and here's what's written to the angel of the church in smyrna write these are the words of the first and the last who died and returned to life. That's Jesus Christ himself. He's speaking of himself. In verse 9, he says, I know your affliction and your poverty, though you are rich, and I'm aware of the slander of those who falsely claim to be Jews, but are in fact a synagogue of Satan. Okay? And he even goes on. He says, do not fear what you're about to suffer. Look, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison to test you. And you will suffer tribulation for 10 days. Be faithful even unto death. I will give you the crown of life. All right, now with all of that said, I think the scriptures are clear, okay? I think the scriptures are clear. Those who will not bring the doctrine of God coming to the flesh and the person of the Lord Jesus Christ are antichrist, 
This is what the modern occultic, pharisaical Jews hold to. And the sad reality is this is a part of the of the first family there with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. And, you know, my guess is that Trump has some of this holding on as well because, obviously, he said in his own book he had he was taught Kabbalah. So this, these are some pretty serious things. Now, how is this going to play out in American society? How is this being pushed in uh, edu- what's called education or indoctrination, as we call it here, in the public school systems? Well, that's why we have the Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor. Good morning, Lynn. Well, hello there. <laughs> I hope I set things up so that we're clear about who and what we're talking about, uh, because I know for some people this is a sensitive issue. Um, I don't mind dealing with the sensitive issues. I just want to set that straight so that nobody comes in and can legitimately say that we're not distinguishing of what we're talking about here. But this is very concerning. Um, we're, we're talking about how Noahide laws, the, the things I read at the first there, are coming in. Now, they sound biblical, on the surface is when you get to the definitions of what they mean that they're talking about something completely different than the Ten Commandments that God gave us. And uh, so I, we've got you on here to elaborate. We've got a lot of stuff to go through, a lot of videos and stuff like that. But I, I think we needed to set that uh, foundation there before we begin. Oh, absolutely, because a lot of people, you're right, they're going to hear this, oh, well, you know, they just don't like Jews. They don't like Trump. They don't like this. They don't like that. It's not anything to do with any of that. It's we're supposed to be aware of what is out there, especially when it comes to our children and education. And let me please clarify, it is not just in public education. These, this particular shift has permeated every aspect of our everyday life, no matter if we're in public school, if we're in the workforce, or we're in higher education, we're at the museum, we're at the library, we're just in our houses doing whatever. These have infiltrated since the days of Jimmy Carter, and President Bush I was one of the ones who pushed this into public law. And every president from Carter to Trump has supported this shift away from our godly basis. And unfortunately, that includes Reagan, who, while he did proclaim 1983 as the year of the Bible, went ahead to go along with this Noahide shift that we're seeing. And you're right. On the surface, these look fabulous until you get to studying who set them up, who purported them, and how they're being twisted. And we even have um, pockets of people today, and I sent a link to that that, if, you know, we can show at any time, where you've got Jews who are believing this stuff actively going in and leading Gentiles through these seven Noahide laws so that they can, too, be in the global m- morality movement. Yeah, well, this is part of the thing of what Jesus condemned them for. He says, you'll travel over land and sea to make one convert, and then what you do is you make them twice the son of hell uh, as yourself. And so this is exactly what they what they do, and uh, they haven't changed in, in any of that in what they do. So uh, I'm not surprised by that. There is... Well, um, well um, go ahead. Yeah, but oh, I was just going to say, you know, this this impacts not just education in and outside of public school, but again, our nation. And we need to know 
that these are based off of corrupt Pharisee mandates for for power and control, not from God's hand. These don't need to be confused with the true Noahide law that can be found in the Dead Sea Scrolls, Tim, and those are the first seven of the Ten Commandments. Now, those are true Noahide law, the ones that the United States has said, oh, we need to honor because they've been around since creation, are the ones that these corrupt Pharisees came up with and are in the Talmud. And uh, we've got a wonderful video series that will be in the archives where folks can really dive in, spend about an hour and dive in into all of this. It's really fascinating. Uh, But we also need to understand these particular Noahide laws that you just read that are supported by the uh, current administration. They are fully embraced by the United Nations and have been embedded in the Sustainable Development Goals even through the science, technology, engineering, and math, and all those things that go with that. These also set up a a class system that we've seen before in other uh, failed regimes. These also can be tied to the Communist Manifesto, and these all lead up to us being a better global citizen. So if you would show that global citizen pledge um, and read that for folks. Okay, I'm pulling that up now. I was just responding to somebody in the chat. Okay, um, this is um, from Facebook here, and this is called the Global Citizen Pledge. I hereby pledge in law myself (laughs) as a natural human being to the global collective ideals of peace, liberty, sustainability, and social responsibility in order to effectively adapt my lifestyle to further reach the 17 global or the global goals for sustainable development, combat climate change, and take all the necessary steps to effectively become known as global, non-state, universal, or world citizen, free of discrimination when traveling and working abroad, notwithstanding my own nation-state. I pledge myself to follow the natural order of the planet Earth in respect of all the bodies of international law and civil order, which, well, they're all in loggerheads with each other. Um, and somehow, I'm sorry, folks, my screen changed there. I apologize for that. You should be seeing this. Uh, which provide me with these specific rights, empowering me as a living individual stakeholder and active participant in world issues and international affairs, governing the well-being of the planet and its ecosystems. Now, I got to tell you. Lynn, that doesn't sound like uh, anything that is <clears throat> what the Creator commanded us to do. That actually sounds like something out of Romans 1 where he turns over the people to their own sin to follow after their own lust. That's what this sounds like. And worship the Creator rather than right. the, and the creation rather than the Creator. Right, and if you look at the Noahide Laws, if you look at the basis um, from Alice Bailey and Lucius Trust and Robert Mueller of the United Nations, you'll see that these are in tandem. And so it makes perfect sense that this is the direction everything is going. And so this is why we needed to bring this up. I wanted to to thank um, my one follower who has been so... Uh, persistent in showing that, you know, this needs to be a concern for everybody because it was in response to the article that we um, did last week about the radical upheaval, you know, the guy worship and all that kind of stuff. 
And so those were questions that were posed to me about, hey, does this really connect to education? And if so, can you show me how so we can show other people? So um, I'm so glad that was asked because thousands of people have already responded to this kind of stuff going, holy cow, had no idea our Constitution was being usurped in such a way. But, yeah, that's exactly what's going on. So if you would, while we're talking about that, if you would go to the image that has the yellow box uh, with the green heading, it's going to show the Noahide laws up against God's laws and um, that sort of thing. Okay, awesome. Okay, so we have on the left, no pun intended, these particular laws are made in a creation of corrupt minds that are seeking power. And yes, there is a typo there, so I do apologize about that. Anyway, (laughs) these are what the United Nations and the associated groups and movements who support the Noahide laws have adopted as their own platform and then embedded them in the global government or the Sustainable Development Goals. And among those, you're going to see Law for the New World Order, and then the seven Noahide laws are right beside it. Then if you go over to the right, no pun intended, these are the laws that were from God himself are given to his followers to give freedom within safe boundaries. And you have the Mosaic Law, which was written by the hand of the Lord and based on truth in scripture and then you have the christian gentile law which was the word given to people in the new testament to go ahead and continue on how our world should be how what our responsibilities in the world were to be and all that kind of stuff now when our government was founded that's what we based everything on but no now we've gone over and shifted over to these um noahide laws Okay. All right. And because uh, of that, that's what's being taught. Okay. All right. What do we got? What do we got going on from here? How does this connect in with some of the other things that that, that you've got here? Okay. All right. If you will show that next image from the Rebbe dot org. Okay. All right. This was an article that was about the very first National U.S. Um, education Day that Jimmy Carter signed into law. Now, here's what's interesting. Okay. This was the result of a House and Senate joint resolution. Okay, it was never put into a bill. It was put as a, resolu- as a resolution from both chambers, and Carter signed it, and it has a public law that's uh, attached to it that shows up later in the Bush era. But this was supposed to be what the Noahide people, because this Rebbe.org was founded by the one who ends up being honored as the um, the rabbi with, I guess, the, the best tools for changing the Constitution. Anyway, he's been, we'll get into that in a little bit, but this was about the very first education day. And it says here, um, it's supposed to, we're supposed to think about education in terms of better living, not only for the individual, but also for the society as a whole. Education system must therefore build your character with emphasis on moral and ethical values. But again, with this shift, Tim, away from our biblical foundation that our nation was based on to these um, unholy laws, whose morals, whose ethics, and this is something that we have spent countless shows over, okay? And it also says education must put greater emphasis on the promotion of fundamental human rights and obligations of justice and morality. 
All right, these are from Rebbe Schneerson, and he was the one who has been credited with founding of uh, the International Noahide Code website and foundation. He has been revered in uh, some circles as the Messiah himself. But in the videos that we will have for the archives for folks to listen to, you'll find out that, um, no, he's not a Messiah. He is uh, the polar opposite, but yet he has been heralded as a, a uh, an ancient um, scriptural expert, if you will. And let's not lose sight of this. This was in 1978 when this proclamation was signed, and then in October of 79, what does Carter do? He puts into existence the U.S. Department of Education. And this is when we start to see the shift go from good to where we are right now, which is awful. Okay. All right. Now, uh, we've got some comments in the chat, <laughs> um, sure. and I've, I've kind of passed that along uh, the soccer man says, I enjoy most of your content, but this stuff is pretty out there. I've asked, how is that out there? Uh, we're documenting exactly what's going on, Soccerman. Uh, I mean, the whole point is of what I started with before. Things haven't changed since the time of Christ. Christ was addressing the same kind of stuff. When you read when he talks about the Pharisees and he says, you've heard it said, but I say unto you, what he's doing is he's referencing their oral traditions. This The same junk was going on then that goes on now. They're pushing what they say, but they leave off what God has said. And Jesus' whole Sermon on the Mount, some people think he did away with the law. No, he didn't. He came to reestablish it. And the Sermon on the Mount is the reestablishing of that. Then, I mean, there is a correction there. Nothing has changed since the time of Christ as far as what these kinds of people hold to. And so um, Eric keeps saying Jesus is a creation. Eric, appreciate your support, man. But the fact of the matter is, is it's not about who came first. They are all in existence eternally. God the Father and the Son. The Bible tells us that Jesus created all things visible and invisible. How does he, how does God, I mean, if, if God is the one who created the worlds, and we're told that in Genesis 1, and we're told in John 1, which is almost identical to that and who it's claiming created the things, that's Jesus, man. I don't know how you how you miss that, but there it is. In any case, this is tied right to our Christian foundations because, guys, they are undermining our Christian foundations, biblical foundations, Old and New Testaments. This is what's going on through this, and this is why uh, this is so important to understand because people are deceived into thinking that these people are somehow God's people, and they're not. They're antichrists who are pushing this kind of stuff, and here they had self-professed Christians like Jimmy Carter, um, you know, helping them out, and Bill Clinton, and George Bush, and George W. Bush too, and now Donald Trump, helping them out, helping push this agenda along, and Christians, you need to be in your Bible. You need to know the difference between the two. And that's what that's what we're trying to help do here, uh, Lynn. Okay. Why don't you show the um, image that has the um, House Joint Resolution to designate March 26, 1991 as Education Day. Let's go there. All right. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, pick a box. I don't care which one. Just pick a box and start. <laughs> 
you, you mean uh, the ones that you've you've done out, like the black, uh, on April the 3rd? Yeah. Yeah, on the April the 3rd, yeah. 2020, President Trump issued a national proclamation using language to fully support House Joint Resolution Public Law 102-14, which is what we're looking at here, Education Day, USA. And again, folks, just just so you know, our Constitution does not give any authority to the federal government to be dealing in education at all. This thing, this this national proclamation is illegitimate, as well as any other bills or monies that are funneled into education. That's Ninth and Tenth Amendments, if you guys don't know that. These things we did not give to the federal government, and so therefore they have no authority in this matter. You want me to read the other one? Sure. All right. This these are your are these your comments? No, these is uh, are this from the um, no. Okay. This no, is this is from research. Okay. This, this is, is all from research. This is from a rabbi, Minikim Mendel Schneerson, leader of the uh, Lubavitch movement. Yep. Quote. Mm-hmm. Whereas in tribute to this great spiritual leader, the Rebbe, this his ninetieth year will be seen as one of education and giving the year in which we turn to education and charity to return the world to the moral and ethical values contained in the seven Noahide laws. And whereas this will be reflected in an international scroll of honor signed by the president of the United States and other heads of the states, uh, other heads of the state from the 1991 version. And then uh, you've got written here, many of the religious ideas under Schneerson's leadership can be found in the Communist Manifesto. Why am I not surprised by that? Because there were, look, there were a lot of these Jews here who were promoting communism in Russia. Uh, there were a lot of Judases, if you will, uh, selling out their own people in Nazi Germany, too, part of the pro- pogroms there as well. Uh, also, education under this framework creates a caste system of workforce minions, which was what we've been talking about for some time now, Lynn. Right, exactly. So here you have, this is what um, H.W. put in, and if you will play his uh, world-famous New World World Order speech, I think that would be great. Yep, okay, here it comes. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a New World Order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. All right. And there's uh, Mr. Skull and Bones himself, President George H.W. Bush. He knows better now. He really does uh, because he's getting what he deserved. He's getting his just reward uh, and that from the creator, the true and living God. And yes, he is standing before um the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will be tormented, as the scripture says, forever and forever and forever in the presence of the Lamb 
and of the saints, by the way. We're going to see that judgment. We're going to praise God for his just punishment uh, and judgment upon those, upon the wicked, uh, just like this man. Um, Lynn? Yeah. All right. If you would, show folks the document um, that's, um, that I sent you that shows where the United Nations adopted the seven Noahide laws. Is this the Noahide uh, study, the Noahide codes in Yonkers? No, 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 no. This is from the U.N., this is a document from the UN. It's okay. In the, um, All right. You got it? Yep. All right. Read that headline, please. Uniting the United Nations with seven Noahide laws. This sounds just like what Bush was just saying. Diplomats, delegates, and emissaries gather at the UN headquarters for One People, One World conference. This is in 2013. Yep, 2013. Now, what's interesting about the One People, One World is that is the tagline for the International Noahide Code Organization that Lubavitcher uh, Lubavitcher, uh, Rebbe uh, Schneerson founded. So that's just to show you that particular tie into that. Now, if you'll scroll down to probably about the third or fourth paragraph, you'll see in his remarks at the event, Rabbi Cohen discussed how monotheism, uniting the world under the one true G-D, it's essential for breaking down barriers between cultures. Now, repeatedly throughout the Noahide uh, law and code and all the things that go with it, that's what you're going to see, G hyphen D, because, you know, that's supposedly the way that we're supposed to honor God is by going G hyphen D. Well, in the video series that are going to be linked in the particular archives for this show, there is a whole discussion on that particular spelling and denotation of the Lord Jesus, and it is not pretty. So I just wanted to point that out, okay? Okay. All right, and then if you will hop on over, so we've seen that document. Now, if you will go over to the If Americans Knew, the Extremist Origins of Education and Sharing Day, and why is the U.S. honoring a racist rabbi? Because if you'll look and do some digging on this uh, Schneerson, you will see he was terribly racist. And that's the one thing the Bible never promoted was racism. Yeah, I'm, I don't know exactly which thing you're talking about here. Oh, okay. It was in the email. It was uh, the link to If Americans Knew. It was right under the um, document link that we just okay. showed. All right. I, I've got okay. several things open. Okay, this was the only thing I didn't have open. I thought I clicked on all these oh, that's okay. and opened that's, them up. All right, okay. but if you've, yeah, if you've got it. Yep. Um, okay, it says, if things proceed normally, the president will proclaim, now this was in 2014, a day in April, Education and Sharing Day. Despite the innocuous name, this day honors the memory of a religious leader whose lesser-known teachings helped fuel some of the most violent attacks against the Palestinians by extremist Israeli settlers and soldiers. And the article goes on to give you some background, which, you know, we've already done. I would invite people to read that, though, because you've not only had this coming from a federal level, but this article reveals how some of our states are also honoring Schneerson and his uh, supposed scriptural work. So that's, you know, that's concerning, because if you're going to talk about education and it being out of federal control, you know, you would think something like this would go away. But no, this is letting us know that the states are in on this as well. 
And then if you will real quick scoot over to the um, NoahHide.org website. That is the One People, One World tagline I was telling you about. Okay. All right. If you'll show over on the left-hand side, we see no G hyphen D, respect G hyphen D, respect life, marriage, property, animals, and justice. Mm -hmm. This is by, oh gosh, this is founded by the um, Schneerson person and has been kept on. And it's letting you know that, hey, we're global, we're here, and we're going to continue to ram these Noahide uh, twisted laws down your throat. And what do you know? We're going to do it with the United Nations at, ironically, 777 UN Plaza, well, that just coincides with Mr. Kushner's six six six, doesn't it? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, this is this is quite interesting. I, you know, we've we've got um, Dennis in the chat saying this is way over my head. How do I wrap my head around all this? Well, uh, Dennis, I would suggest getting into the scripture. When you get into the scripture, and then you start seeing stuff like this come from those who profess to be God's people. They profess to be Jews, but are not. As that's why I started out reading from the scripture. What Jesus himself says about those who claim to be Jews but are found to be not that, but their father's the devil, this is what I'm talking about. This is why it's important to know what an antichrist really is. It's not some dude that's going to rule the world thing. It's, it's, a, it's a person who brings a specific doctrine that denies that, that God came in the flesh in the person of Jesus Christ. So I would recommend the best way to get your head around it is to get into the scriptures and to look in the context don't play Bible ping pong, jump in here and there. Stay in the context, understand what the argument is. And I think that's the best way to get your, your head around it. Because if you haven't ever heard of any of this, if you've never been exposed to any of this kind of stuff, it's going to clash with your, your worldview if you are in the basic dispensational evangelical church in America today. And sadly, you know, everybody's taught, well, if you say you're a Jew, you're God's people. Well, that's not what the Bible says at all. I mean, this says the exact opposite. It says the ones who have their hearts circumcised, whether they be from the you know physical line of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or they be a Gentile. The, the point is, is it's the work of God in the person that changes the person, not something the person has done for themselves, not their pedigree or any of the other. So, okay, we see this setting up. Now, what's interesting to me, Lynn, is I've often wondered, mm-hmm. how do you get people who are communists. I mean, their basic worldview is there is no God. And you get a communist and you get a Marxist and they're railing at God. How do you get them to buy into any of this? I mean, how how does that go? Well, if you look at the consistent um, erosion of critical thinking, that's being uh, purported through supposed education. If you look at the continued attack on attitudes, values, and beliefs, which is the social and emotional stuff that we're seeing so uh, busted wide open, especially through the you know the Common Core shift, it makes perfect sense. And you know I understand the the comment about this is way over my head because I'm going to tell you what it was a little out there for me too. But um, my article. And this is not bragging, this is just the fact of this is why that last article is so important for folks to read. Because if you're new to this kind of stuff and you don't really understand how it's affecting education, and we're talking, you know, outside of public school as well, 
then this would be a great place for you to start because I'm going to tell you what, it can really mess with what you know because it's like, wait a minute, I've always been told two plus two is four and now you're telling me that, you know, depending on where I'm at, that may not, there might be more to the story. And there is so much more to this story than our time would allow. But the, the fact of it is, is um, this is in education. This is how people have been raising children in under this. Because you think about it. Carter signed that back in 1978. Here we are at 2020. You've had at least two generations, Tim, who have been under this kind of impression of, okay, well, all this global morality is really the way America's supposed to be. Is it any wonder we're seeing some of the stuff go on that we're seeing go on? No, it makes perfect sense. And it's permeated the society in and out of schools. It's in our culture. It's been widely accepted, and, you know, it's the, the age-old thing of 50 million people believe a fallacy. Guess what? It's still a fallacy, and this is why it is really important to bring this up, even though there might be people who kind of get it and kind of don't. Don't give up. Keep going. Keep looking at it, because once you know it's there, you have a responsibility to your Lord and Creator and to those who are your fellow man uh, and women to, you know, talk about this because it's no not going to be any good if you know there's an enemy out there, but you don't know who the enemy is. You have to know. You, you just have to know. And if you would, on that note, let's go to the link I sent you over Facebook, the AskNoah.org. This okay. was the Yonkers one that you were asking about. Yep, okay. Okay, this is a particular effort in New York State that goes after Gentiles, and it's using Jews who are open to this Noahide shift and are okay with it, and they are grooming these Gentiles in these corrupt seven laws. Okay, all right, yep, and uh, folks, if this, like, if you're like Dennis and this is over your head, um, we will have all of this in the archive at sonsoflibertymedia.com. All the stuff you're seeing, all the scripture passages, all these articles, all the bills, all the images that you've seen, they'll be up at sonsoflibertymedia.com. So don't feel overwhelmed. We're going to give you the tools so that you can look at it yourself. Right. Um, we're telling you, but we, as always, we want you to go and look at it yourself. Just take a look at it yourself, and you come to your own conclusion. Now, Lynn... We've got a, a series mm -hmm. that we're going to have up uh, that you've provided here on these Noahide laws. Yes. And you want to get into a couple of videos mm -hmm. here um, and, and yeah. take a couple of uh, parts from that. Do you, you want me to go ahead and play the, the first one here? Yes, please. All right. Okay. Let me get it set. And we're going to 36 seconds. This is Dr. Stephen Pigeon. In the overhead of the United States Supreme Court, they were the standard and the basis of all foundational law in the United States, the Ten Commandments. And now we're told to replace those with seven commandments, craft, handcrafted by the rabbis, not written by the finger of Yah, in replacement it to take the place of the true covenant that was given to us. Now we're going to get this fake covenant, and this fake covenant is designed, intentionally designed, to uh, create a control mechanism for the Sanhedrin to create two classes of people, Jews who will have the Torah and dogs who will have the Noahide laws. And that's exactly how they think about it. 
it's not just Gentiles, it's Noahide. By the, by the way, you have to remember that uh, under the rabbinical teaching, there are 72 nations, 72 races of people, if you will, which are the direct descendants of Noah and his three sons. Okay. All right. Now, you wanted me to jump ahead here, too, to uh, 454. Yep. So 454. Let's, mm-hmm. yeah, let's, let's see if we can jump ahead, and it hopefully it won't mess me up too bad uh, when I do Completely that. Completely fake. They're totally phony. They don't exist. They were made up, and they have been shoved on the world as a replacement for the Ten Commandments. They're disgusting, in my opinion. They should be rebuked denounced, and they have no part, no part whatsoever of American of the American social order. None. They should be absolutely cast aside in this country. Amen. Well, I agree with that. They should because they are not the law in this country. Uh, Lynn, if you want to talk, I'll switch over to the next video here. Okay, that's fine. Now, what we were, what we were showing to those who are uh, following along is that the Ten Commandments were the basis for our form of government, our founding documents, and that these Noahide laws, which are rebuking worthy, have uh, been in, has, have been put into place instead of those. So that's what we wanted you to see. And then um, this next video is going to be his addressing the Noahide laws and how the government has willingly taken these on and it addresses the public law 10241 that HW signed. Okay, before I play this because this one's going to run about eight and a half minutes and we we have all of about five oh, and a half. Oh, so, oh, so here's okay. what I want to do that on the other side then? No, here's what I want to do. I want to give you a chance okay. uh, before we do it, because we're going to do this, and then as the closing music comes up, well, I'll close us out for you guys at Red State Talk Radio. I'll close us out. If you want to join us on YouTube or Facebook or DLive or any of the other places we're at, or just head over to beforeitsnews.com, we'll still be going there, and we'll go for a few minutes after uh, the top of the hour. It, but it, before we do that, Lynn, tell people where they can find out more about your work and how they can support you. Okay, uh, you can find me at commoncordiva.com. That is my blog. There's also a donate button if you feel so led. Um, that's always appreciated. You can find me on Breaking News Journal, available on Roku and Fire Stick. You can find me on uh, YouTube as well. You can find me on MeWe, USA.life, uh, localactivist.org. You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. All right, and uh, be sure. Be sure to support her, and if you're able, support the Sons of Liberty. I mean, we, we appreciate all your support in the chat room, you guys listening, everything. You can go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can click on the support button at the top, or you can become a monthly supporter, a son or daughter of liberty. We appreciate your help in getting this kind of message out. Okay, here we go. This is going to run about eight and a half minutes, so we're going to I'll, – I'll, you'll hear I'll shut it off uh, just as the music's coming up, and we'll close out with a radio audience, and we'll pick up on the other side. So here's part three of the Noahide Laws with the same guy we just had there, Dr. Pigeon. Pigeon. 102-14 of the 102nd United States Congress, first session. I'm going to read all of this law so that everybody knows what's going on here. Whereas Congress recognizes the historical tradition of ethical values and principles, which are the basis of civilized society and upon which our great nation was founded. Our great nation was never, ever founded on Noahide laws. Never. Not ever. Whereas these ethical values and principles have been the bedrock of society from the dawn of civilization. That's a bald-faced lie. The Noahide laws didn't exist 
at least until the first century B.C., and I doubt they were there present even then. And when they were known as the seven Noahide laws, okay, this is just categorically false. It's a bald-faced lie. It's a bald-faced lie. In the, you, you go to the Dead Sea Scrolls and pull me up a copy of the Noahide laws. Go anywhere in the Tanakh and pull me up a copy of the Noahide laws. You're not going to find it. They don't exist in the Tanakh. They don't exist in the Torah. They exist only in the rabbinical opinion in the Talmud, period. They were not the foundation of civilization. They didn't exist from the dawn of civilization. Next paragraph. Whereas without these ethical values and principles, the edifice of civilization stands in serious peril of returning to chaos. Oh, you mean without class distinction between Jews and dogs? Unless we have that class distinction, we're all going to fall into chaos? Is that what the deal is? Next paragraph. Whereas society is profoundly concerned with the recent weakening of these principles. Recent weakening? Like what? Are we having a huge prevalence of people cutting off the limbs of animals and eating it and leaving the animal alive? Show me where it's weakening. How about some research to establish this? That has resulted in crisis that beleaguer and threaten the fabric of civilized society. Yeah. Slide four. Whereas the justified preoccupation with these crises must not let the citizens of this nation lose sight of their responsibility to transmit these historical ethical values from our distinguished past to the generations of the future. Baloney. They were never in the past of the United States. The United States was built primarily on the 1560 Geneva Bible, which, guess what, has no copy of Noahide laws anywhere in it. They don't exist in the 1560 Geneva. They didn't exist in any of the Supreme Court decisions in this country. There is no precedent established in any of the court reporters prior to 1940 about any Noahide laws anywhere. You're not going to find them. Whereas Rabbi, oh, here we go, next paragraph. Whereas the Lubavitch movement, the Lubavitch movement, has fostered and promoted these ethical values and principles throughout the world. Okay, Chabad Lubavitch, the organization that sits at the table with the Vatican, the organization that's responsible uh, for really a violent enforcement of Judaism and violent retaliation around the world. The, 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 the group that was the brains behind the organization of Zionism and the creation of the nation of Israel and the creation of the Holocaust, not genocide, of six million of their brethren to accomplish the task. Chabad Lubavitch. Yeah, but in this public law here, signed in the United States, we're going to say the Lubavitch movement has fostered and promoted ethical values and principles throughout the world. Like what? Holocausts? Like what? A racist Zionism in Israel? What have they promoted that's ethical? Okay, guys, i uh, got to close out the show here, and we're going to pick it up on the other side. So if you guys are listening by Red State Talk Radio, you want to hear the rest of this as well as the other information we've got. We're probably going to go 10 or 15 minutes over. Please join us on YouTube, Facebook, Sons of Liberty, or head over to BeforeIt'sNews.com. We'd love to see you there. 23 hours, we'll be back with you. See ya. All right, we're back on the other side, and I uh, want to welcome with us uh, listeners from the 
Red State Talk Radio. We appreciate you guys very much and all you guys hanging with us over for a little bit. I'm going to continue on with this video, and we've got a couple of more points that we're going to bring out here in um, the uh, in, in the video section and a couple more documents to look at. So we're going to move right along with that. This has got about another four and a half minutes, and then we've got a, a few others that we're going to show you as well. So hang on. Okay, and then here, let's continue with the next paragraph. Whereas Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson, leader, uh, leader of the Lubavitch movement, is universally respected and revered, and his 89th birthday falls on March 26, 1991. Oh, he's universally revered, is he? Here, I'm going to say this to you, the same thing I tell the Russians when I tell the Russians, Christos Vastavas, Lenin Yeshua Christ is risen, Lenin's still in the tomb, Schneerson's still in the tomb, too. Whereas, in tribute to this great scriptural leader, scriptural leader, okay, we're going to see what kind of scriptural leader Rabbi Schneerson is. Okay? His picture is all over Israel today, celebrating the innate and intrinsic racism of the Noahide Protocol. Whereas, in tribute to this great scriptural leader, the Rebbe, this, his 90th year, will be seen as one of education and giving, the year in which we turn to education and charity to return the world to the moral and ethical values contained in the seven Noahide laws. We're going to return the world to a two-class system of Jews getting one set of laws and non-Jews getting another. Whereas this will be reflected in an international scroll of honor signed by the President of the United States and other heads of states. Now, therefore, be it resolved by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America in Congress assembled that March 26, 1991, the start of the 90th year of Rabbi Menachem Schneerson, leader of the worldwide Lubavitch movement, is designated as Education Day USA. The president is required to issue a proclamation calling upon the people of the United States to observe such day with appropriate ceremonies and activities. Approved March 20th, 1991, signed by George Bush, president of the United States of America. That's H.W. Bush. Okay, public law here in the United States exalting Rabbi Schneerson and Chabad Lubavitch as part of our education day. Well, since we're closing in on March 26th, let's have a little education as to exactly what Schneerson is proposing for us. Okay. Well, what about the United Nations? Did they weigh in on this? Take a look at slide six. On June 10th, 2013, the United Nations diplomats from several different nations, including Egypt and Israel, attended the one people, one world, right? Orbis unum. Orbis Unum, One World, Novus Ordo Seclorum, New World Order Conference, which was hosted by the Institute of Noahide Code. A summary of the conference was uploaded as a PDF to the United Nations website. According to this UN summary of the conference, the attending delegate signed a Declaration of the Seven Laws of Noah, which emphasized the importance of the seven Noahide laws in maintaining peace, justice, and harmony among peoples and nations. The conference organizer, Rabbi Cohen, emphasized the need for monotheism. What does monotheism mean? That means that we need to get rid of those infidels that claim that there is a son of Ben Elohim. Those people need to go. 
because there only needs to be monotheism, right? We want to have monotheism in order to unite the world under the one true God. That is, the one true God as we see the one true God. And reiterated the Noahide law prohibitions against idolatry, blasphemy, and forbidden sexual relations. Now, what we're going to talk about here when we get into the Talmud is the sexual relations that aren't forbidden, okay? The UN document states the Noahide laws are laws which all peoples of the world are obligated to follow, except when you talk about Noahide protocols, those Noahide protocols do not apply to Jews. All right. Okay. So we're going to pick up uh, a little bit here. I've got to change him a video here. Uh, did you want to make a comment on that, Lynn? I just hope folks really understand that that is exactly what was behind the public law 102.14 and what has been supported ever since. And it, it I hope, will really impress people to the fact of, okay, we've really been sold down the river. No, we really have. And it's, you know, it's amazing to me that there are some people who popped in the chat room. We're going to get the, tro we're going to get the uh, trolls here. Oh, you Jew haters, you're Nazi haters. Uh, what? Oh, gosh. Uh, Benjamin, wake <laughs> you up. You knew that dude. was coming. <laughs> wake up, dude. And uh, some other lady popped in, too. Wake up. Nobody's promoting hate of Jews. We're dealing with an ideology mm -hmm. here. The same thing that we do with Muslims. I don't hate Muslims. We deal with the ideology. It's not a race of people. It's an ideology that we're dealing with. And, right. you know, um, I, I tell you, maybe uh, people like <sighs> Benjamin, maybe they want to side with Antichrist like this. They want to side with the Antichrist doctrine. You know, Benjamin, if that's who you are, uh, and I forget the other lady who chimed in as well, but if that's who you are, and that's what, then get on that side. Otherwise, you need to repent. And you say, you, you keep wanting to do these Hebrew words. Well, okay, Benjamin, how about siding with the one, the Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua? If, I don't care how you pronounce. If you want to take the Hebrew, if you want to take the Greek, if you want to take um, the, uh, the English, whatever, whatever the term is, you're referring to the same person here because you're referring to his, what he does. See, and Benjamin does it. His mouth declares what's inside of him. Does, do you kiss your mom with that mouth, bro? Huh? You need to repent, okay? Um, as well as anybody else who comes and violates the Ninth Commandment and they want to uh, bring a false accusation against your neighbor, well, if you had paid attention to the whole thing, you would have heard the biblical account for what I'm putting there. Okay, then, Benjamin, you're supporting Antichrist. You would have caught that if you read First and Second John, and he lays out what that is. And these people promoting the Noahide laws are those who deny the Christ. They deny that he came in the flesh. So if you want to side with them, knock yourself out. But the Bible says not to do that. Okay? But you're not following him because the Scriptures tell you to do something different than what you're uh, pointing out here. All right, Lynn, uh, we've already went over yeah. these, so I don't know if if we need, you, you wanted me to freeze 231 here where it lays out the uh, Talmudic Yeah, because there were a couple of things I wanted you, I, I, there are a couple of things because I know people are still probably going, well, this really doesn't have anything to do with education. Well, this particular image would show you that it, it can go very well into education. So let me know when you have that up. Yep, it's up. Okay, this is a lot of what that public law embedded, okay? 
And uh, why don't you go down the list and read it, and I will show you how it ties to education. So what's the first thing? Uh, idolatry is forbidden. Man is commanded to believe in the one God alone and worship only him. Okay, this is not talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. This is talking about whoever the God is that the Noahides want you to follow. Okay, we're seeing that pop up in education that, you know, you don't need to worship God. There are several ways to get to God. You can find that even in churches now. Okay, keep going. Okay, it is incestuous and adulterous relations are forbidden. Uh Uh-huh, those are forbidden, but pedophilia isn't. No, I know Same that's sex. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I spoke about yeah. I spoke about that right out of right out of their own writings. They talk about that with little right. children, and and they right. do, and they and they're not even engaged in sex. They're engaged in they're engaged in sodomy. That's how they justify it. Right. Well, and we're seeing tons of comprehensive sexuality education do the same thing. So you cannot tell me this is not tied to education. It absolutely is. All right. Next one. Okay, it's murder is forbidden. The life of a human being formed in God's image is sacred. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And yet, what is it this administration has propped up so much? Oh, it's a, it's a, uh, it's un, it's just it's war after it's continued. President Trump has dropped more bombs in the Middle East than Barack Obama has. Um, they have no, from, no, no, no. Okay, no, sorry. No. Abortion, no. yeah, with you abortion. Bring it I, know, up. I get it. Yep, abortion. They've done that. They funded it. Yep. Yeah. They have. Yeah, but that's okay. That's okay. This is being taught as a as an option for um folks. And you know, if that's an option for you, great, but there are a lot of people who don't want that option. You know, it shouldn't be mandated. And these Noahide laws will mandate a lot of this. And we are already seeing all this stuff pop up in education. And again, it's not just public school. I don't know why people still buy into that mainstream media lie. It is not just public school. It is everywhere. Next one. Okay. Uh, curse. Whoops. I lost something there. Um, cursing the name of God is forbidden besides honoring and respecting God. We learn from this precept that our speech must be sanctified. Okay. That's going after the First Amendment, and Dr. Pigeon will get into that. And he does a wonderful job of explaining how that goes after your First Amendment rights. Yep, yep, I agree, I agree. Um, Okay, number five is theft is forbidden, unless, (laughs) go ahead. It suits your purpose. That's right, (laughs) yep. Uh, Unless it suits your purpose. Yep, eating the flesh of a living animal is forbidden. I, I don't... I don't know any, you know, I, I saw a thing the other day, Breitbart, it was so disgusting, turned my stomach, where these Mexican cartels cut this guy open and they eat his heart. The guy's still alive. It's just, I can't, I can't stand to see that. I don't know how I would stand to see, see eating a living animal. Um, I, I don't even know anybody who does that. Maybe there are people who do it, but I, I don't know of anybody who does that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And guess what's in part of the sustainable development goals? We have to honor the earth way more than we do humans. And one of the things that God gave us was he gave us the animals and the plants to help feed us, take care of us, and we were to take care of them, okay? But under the sustainable development goals, if you eat meat from an animal, you're just an evil person. So that's where that's going. 
And you look at all the plant-based meat we're now coming up with, and, you know, I don't know if people saw it on Twitter, but over the weekend I showed two examples of the S- of the uh, sustainable development goals that were in grocery stores. So this was proof that, you know, it's not just in public school. And one of them was the fact of uh, calling meat evil. That was on the packaging, and it was just like, okay, it's right in front of you, and you can't see it. No, eating meat is not evil. It is necessary for our our well-being. But well, that's that's going to attack that. Yeah, let's, and let's, it already has in some ways. Yeah, let's address that with what Paul says. He says in the last days there's going to be these people who come along, they're going to forbid marriage, and they're going to tell you not to eat meat, that you can't eat meat. So this falls right in line with that. There's part of the Roman Catholic Church that does some of this, too, with their unbiblical celibacy demands, which causes all kinds of problems with pedophilia and sodomy. Um, and uh, then there, there's times where they're forbidden to eat meats. So the same thing is happening here. It's the same kind of things that we mm-hmm. were warned about. And by the way, Benjamin, I'm, I'm not trying to attack you. I'm just telling him in the chat room. I'm not trying to attack you. You haven't, pre- you haven't presented anything that... Um, that's substantive. Oh, you Nazis. Oh, you Jew haters. Oh, I've talked to people like you, but you haven't presented any refutation of the information of the documentation that's been presented here. And th- this is the problem of what's going on. Uh, this is over in, I believe it's in second Timothy it's escaping me the chapter and verse second Timothy says, no, then in the last days, this is what's going to happen. Um, and I'll look that up for you, Regina, as we play the video here in just a minute. Uh, so that you'll have the specific reference um, on that. Uh, Lynn, last one is mankind is commanded to establish courts of justice, <clears throat> excuse me, and a just social order to enforce the first six laws and enact any other useful laws or customs. Okay, unconstitutional laws, unconstitutional memos of understanding, unconstitutional and uh, just egregious attacks on our justice system, okay? It's not really justice system because under the Noahide law, there's a win-win for everybody if you're on the one side. Now, if you're like the rest of us who were called, you know, less than human, uh, we're going to get the raw end of the deal. But the point of it is, is this is where we're seeing the social justice really kick up. So again, every bit of this, Tim, this ideology has permeated our entire education system down to the fact of do you know what you believe do you know where it's rooted in mm. and who's behind it and can you stand on that yeah um let me let me address this uh the question that was asked in the chat uh regina this is from first timothy four uh it says now the spirit ex- speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. This is a doctrine of devils, folks. I don't care if it was a Muslim pushing it, a Buddhist, a Hindu. I don't care if it was a Christian pushing it. This is a doctrine of devils. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, which this is all of this is hip- hypocrisy is what it is, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, 
forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God has created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. I forgot this specific reference so I wanted to get that out to Regina so that she could look that up and any of you others who were interested. I had Sometimes my I'm talking about certain things and, and pushing that. Yes, Benjamin, Common Core is evil. There's no question about that, and we, we rail against that. So <clears throat> the point is, one of Lynn's specialties is to get in there and find out this thing. That's why the term Common Core Diva <laughs> gets used, uh, that she, she knows what they do. And she knows despite what, what uh, skin they put on it, what name they apply to it, it's the same dirty monkey that they had before. And we're trying to get rid of it. So, um, Lynn, we've got another video uh, portion that we want people to see here. Um, let's see. Right. About, about a minute long. And we're going to play mm-hmm. this, and then we'll get ready, I think, unless you've got something else, and we'll get ready to close out the show. Sure. All right. This, is, uh, this runs about a minute here, this section of uh, Dr. Pigeon on the Noahide Law. About a free marketplace of ideas that is marked by free expression of speech, and the speech that is to be protected is the speech in particular that you don't like. That's the speech that has to be protected, the speech you don't like. We already have an AI and this rising generation of techno-fascism that wants to limit your speech. You can't say that publicly. You can't use that word. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do the other thing. I have a First Amendment that says I can speak as I see fit. As long as I'm not screaming fire in a theater or enticing somebody to fight or purveying pornography, there's speech that I, or uh, giving secrets to the enemy, right? There is speech that I have a right to say, even if people don't like it. But the Noahide laws are going to reduce that on it. We're going to tell you what to speak, what to think, and how to feel. And there's a whole ton of laws that come with it. All right, that's uh, that's Dr. Pigeon on that. Now, I, let me let me throw in something before you speak to that, Land, because I'm hearing the same thing. You guys remember this whole BDS stuff? This, uh, um, uh, what was it? It was a, a boycott of Israel. Okay, now I know a lot of bad people like Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar were supporting that, and they have their reasons for doing it. Okay, I'm not with them on that, but here's what I want to tell you: they did here in South Carolina. They made it against the law for you to boycott Israel. I'm sorry, you just stepped outside the law because the First Amendment allows that. It'll, it, I'm with, I'm with uh, Dr. Pigeon here. The First Amendment allows me the right not only to do it, but to assemble with those who want to do it if that's what I want to do. Now, I, I don't give a flip about any of that. I don't want any American dollars going to Israel any more than I want them going to Russia or China or Muslim countries or Africa or I don't we didn't authorize any of that in the constitution. And so when I see this stuff, when I see Israel getting involved in our elections, and they are getting involved in our elections people, we've done numerous reports on this, well documented uh, Whitney Webb has contributed over at sonsoflibertymedia.com. You need to read that and be aware of what's going on. Jared Kushner, president's own son, part of Chabad, that we've made mention here. He's the guy assigned with your track and tracing of COVID. Jared Kushner is. Okay? So when you're talking tyranny, this is where it's coming down from. This is a part of it. 
like it or not, you can face the music and you can face the truth or you can cast names at me and Lynn, one or the other. But I suggest you just step back, take a look at the information and decide for yourself. And if you've got something worthy of refutation to bring to the conversation, we're happy to hear that, aren't we, Lynn? I mean, we're, we're happy to hear people well, who will say, well, wait a minute, that isn't what's really going on here. This is what's going on. But name-calling, folks, that just don't get it with me. It's, a, it's an ad hom. It's a logical fallacy. It means that you're not engaging in actual cogent thought about what is, got, uh, what is going on here. Well, here we go. There's, there's the issue. So, Lynn, you want to close this out? Sure. I just wanted that clip to show that, you know, you can't say this, you can't say that. We're going to teach you how to think, how to feel, what to say, and that's exactly what we've seen. And this is part of the reason why we're seeing it. And so what the doctor was pointing out and what he will finish up in that particular video is that you really need to be watching the hate speech laws, the blasphemy laws, because, you know, it's not without reason that Christians should be concerned that, okay, one day it's going to be a law where I cannot say uh, the, Lord, uh, the Lord's name in public. That's a sad day, but it's coming. Well, let's just be, so, cl- let's be know, clear about what, what, who they would say that is. They're going to be deceptive and say it's mm-hmm. the God of Abraham, Isaac, mm-hmm. and Jacob. But Jesus made it clear, that's not their father. He said, if Abraham was your father, you would do the works that I'm doing, or you'd do the works of your mm-hmm. father. But that's not the case. Your father is the devil. Now, folks, I want to ask you something. Those of you saying we're anti-Semitic, that we hate Jews, and this, which is a lie, was Jesus anti-Semitic? Was he? What about John when he says that people who hold this kind of doctrine, who refuse the Lord Jesus Christ, that he came in the flesh, and he says that he's Antichrist. Do you believe that, or do you believe whatever you want to believe about just because somebody calls himself a Jew? Well, I choose to believe what the Scripture says. And again, I read from from Revelation chapter 2 there, the church at Smyrna. There are people who say they're Jews, but they're not. They're of the synagogue of Satan. That doesn't mean all Jews are that. But the true Jew is the one who's circumcised of the heart. And that applies to those who come from the line of Abraham, and those who don't, because Ephesians 2 is clear. God has taken the Gentile, and he has made them citizens of Israel. This is Ephesians chapter 2. He has brought them together with with those of the line of Abraham, physical line of Abraham. They're all believers. He's made them one new man. He's not separating them, folks. He's not going to pull them apart. So those of you who have two people of God here, you need to look to what the Scripture actually says and he's made them one new man, and he's put us all in to the same body, okay? And um, so that's that's the difference. So, okay, you know, Benjamin, that's that's fine that, that that's the case, but the point is, is we're not really specifically dealing with that part there. Uh, we're dealing with these Noahide laws coming in, and so far I don't see any refutation of that, even though I appreciate you being in the um, in the chat room this morning. Lynn, uh, anything else that we want to hit on this topic before we close out? No, just um, use the archives to help educate yourself on this so that you can see how uh, what we're seeing happen is unfolding and what you can do to help stop it because, you know, 
uh, us not knowing that our presidents were signing this kind of thing into law, well, now we know they are signing it into law, and we, the people, should be rising up to say no, not on my watch. I couldn't agree more. And uh, with that, I think all of us are in agreement that we need to fight against this and we need to fight against a tyrannical government. And Noahide laws are just as much a part of tyranny as Sharia law is. And the only way to get back to things the, the way they need to be is a return to biblical law, real biblical law uh, and real biblical justice. If that's what we want to see in our society, if we want to see a just society, if we want to see a society at peace, that's what we have to have. And um, we can do that under the U.S. Constitution because, again, the Constitution restrains government and it gives freedom to the people. With that said, guys, we appreciate you very much. Thanks for everybody who joined. Whether you agree or disagree, we appreciate your support and coming in today. Hope to see you tomorrow. Uh, 23 and a half hours, we'll be with you then. See ya.